0: what is up everyone my name is maricela and welcome to the salted lemonade podcast i am so excited to be doing this episode i feel like i say that every episode but truly i want to touch on some knowledge and some stuff that i have been studying that i recently found out so Let's just get into the amazingness that is this episode today. Okay, so today I want to talk about... Um, this new book that i have been reading and it is by sarah jakes roberts which if you don't know one of my favorite people in the whole entire world is sarah jakes roberts and she is a preacher a writer and honestly I don't know if she claims to be this but for me she's also a motivational speaker because she's very encouraging and i just everything that she says is just like wow so i got her book women evolve and i believe it came out this year and it is to break up with your fears and revolutionize your life and basically the reason why i wanted to bring this into today's topic is because i've gotten through half of the book already or a little less than half but there is so much that she goes over in this book and today's episode isn't going to solely be just about this book but she does have some topics in here that i want to bring up to y'all um and i'm not going to say too much because I do encourage you all to go and get the Woman Evolved book yourself and read it because it is amazing. And it also inspires you through God. It talks you through God's plan for you, through, you know, inspiring you and making you realize this is the way that God planned it. Um, and basically, one of the things that I want to read off and this is not sponsored y'all um oh my god if she sponsored me to actually read something from her book i wouldn't even just take the sponsorship i would just be like oh my god like i i love you like (laughs) but um this one part says this is on page 34 it says god has taught me that the more i activate what i know the more he gives me vision and clarity for the unknown and that part is really really interesting and i want to ask you guys have you ever been in doubt of yourself even when you felt like you knew something and just been like oh yeah like I know this but I kind of don't know and you're sort of just basically doubting yourself and I feel like a lot of people do that and in this book it is sort of rewiring your brain of not doing that anymore and just trusting God and saying okay even if I genuinely don't know i know that god has a plan that god is going to be on top of it and he's been on top of it before i even noticed the situation or the issue going on here so i want you guys to really ask yourselves what has been going on in your life that you may relate to this and you may relate to kind of knowing but also being like yeah you know i don't know and for me, one example that I could do is like sometimes I will talk about even myself or like things that I've researched about and literally studied, but I'll, I'll tell you like the facts and whatever, but I'll still be like, I don't know. Or I'll end the sentence with, so yeah, but I don't know though and it's sort of like conflicting because it's like you're telling somebody advice you're telling somebody a factual answer and you yourself sometimes even know like that that's a real factual answer but you're doubting yourself at the end and that's sort of telling yourself subconsciously like but i kind of don't know though like i kind of don't know but it's not fair to you because you did do that research you do know that answer and for you to sort of turn around and say oh but I kind of don't know though um so yeah that is one thing that I want you guys to ask yourselves because I feel like a lot of people can definitely do that and in this book it goes over that a few times and it does a practice in the book that helps you to be aware of what parts of you that you sort of brushed off or moved quickly on from and didn't really get a chance to reflect off of that or maybe grow from that and how you felt in that moment. And there's another part of the book that says, it says, quote, i had been searching out conversations that i knew would upset me when i could have just been a faithful member of mind your own business ministries i started judging those people because i didn't agree with them in my mind i thought of them as evil and myself as good that realization changed the way that i consumed social media We were never supposed to see their vulnerability as a something to be ashamed of when someone shows a part of them that is vulnerable, whether it is crying or being sad or whether it is being literally naked or whether it is literally just pouring your heart out to someone. We are supposed to see that vulnerability at some point, but to see You know, going back to Adam and Eve, to see the nakedness, they weren't supposed to know that. So they automatically judged themselves as wrong. And evil existed as evidenced by the serpent in the garden. But evil didn't have anything in its environment until Eve subjected herself to it by eating the the apple. Sorry, I was going to say fruit because it says fruit and then I said apple. Um, evil existed when she allowed it into her own environment. And that's another thing that the book touches on as well is what is your environment like? The roots make the fruits. So the root of your thought is what is in turn going to make your reaction or whatever be what it is so it's also becoming aware of that and i really don't mean to like go off of the entire book but i do want you guys to read it yourselves i highly recommend it it's the women of all book by sarah jakes roberts you can buy it on amazon for 14 dollars. it's not that expensive and i just really recommend it because it is life changing um And get a highlighter because you're going to want to highlight a lot of stuff in the book. Um, But yeah, I want you guys to ask yourselves those questions. Like what parts of you do you know something about or, or what subjects or topics do you know something about? But you'll sort of doubt your answer or you'll doubt yourself. And I feel like some people can also take it a step or two further and doubt God's love for them. A lot of people do that I myself included and you know there are times where I'm just like am I doing enough for God is God proud of me like there are so many times even when I make a a mistake and I feel so bad for it I feel like the entire world is judging me and I don't even care but I feel like God's judging me and when I feel like God is judging me and God is disappointed in me I just, I don't even know what to do with my life anymore. I'm just like, what am I supposed to do? Like, you know? And I think that it's normal to feel like maybe sometimes you aren't doing enough for God because, truthfully, on earth, we can only do so much you know what i'm saying like we can spread the gospel we can spread the message of god we can encourage people to follow god and we ourselves can follow god and dedicate our lives to god and do everything that the bible says but you know we can only help other people when they allow us to help them we can only help other people when they listen to us when they actually take in consideration what we're saying to them and when they actually get inspired by what we're saying when they actually think that it makes sense to them because and it's not necessarily the way that you say it either it's not necessarily the way that you give that information or the way that you say follow God, you know? It's it's more so like them having that epiphany of like, wow, like they're, that's really true though. Like I feel like it also takes a place, a time and a place where they'll understand you or they'll really feel what you're saying because some people are so consumed in the earth's evilness and conspiracy theories and misconceptions and misinformation about God and all this other stuff that they won't even consider it. They won't even acknowledge God or following God. And it's also sad to say that people judge people that believe in God or speak on God. It's really sad to say that. And I don't, see why they would but even jesus says in the bible when they hate you because you follow me just remember they hated me first and it's just so wild to know that jesus died on the cross for us he literally Dude, there is so much pain that Jesus endured. Because remember, he is a human too. He was a human. Literally had the same exact organs and, you know, feelings that we did. And he was in so much pain because he loved us so much. And he understood that he had to die on the cross for us for our sins and it's crazy because like some people just completely forget about it or some people just don't even care about it and it's like like it's honestly unbelievable to me that people think that it's like no big deal or they don't even care about it because like that's like a wow moment because Jesus really did an extraordinary thing and an amazing thing for us and he didn't even have to do it he had the choice not to do it he could have said no I'm not doing that or he could have like done something to prevent him from dying on the cross but he didn't he died for us and he knew that he was doing it for us he gave up everything. He could have been like, you know what? I don't want to do this. Like, I just want to live my life. But he died for us. So I highly recommend you guys getting the Woman Evolved book. It surrounds your um, life and your... All the words and everything. The way It's beautifully written, by the way. Beautifully written. Um... So Sarah Jakes Roberts, if you're listening to this, thank you so much for writing this because it has changed my whole world. Um, But yeah, I highly recommend you guys go and get it. It will help you understand God's plan for you and it will also inspire you through God as well. There's many references of the Bible in it. So yes... I highly recommend the Women Evolve Bible. I mean, oh my God, the Women Evolve Bible. The Women Evolve book by Sarah Jakes Roberts. Okay, lastly on our list today for this episode, I want to talk about the Bible, which is why I got my words jumbled from book and Bible. But honestly, the bo- the Bible is the best book you will ever read in your whole entire life. And I was just talking about this on my Instagram earlier. I used to be one of those people when I barely started learning anything about the history of the world, you know? And I was like... Adam and Eve's story was like extremely interesting to me like I was very intrigued by it but I had never read the bible before fun fact I literally barely read the bible like last year not even kidding and it's only because like that wasn't viewed as an importance in my growing up so but that's irrelevant to the story that I was gonna say um yeah, I have been reading my Bible and every time I read my Bible um it's like really interesting and I had like almost like an epiphany because I was just like wow, it's crazy how like a few years ago when I had never read the bible I was like oh it's probably so boring like it's probably like I'm just gonna sit there and read these stories and be like oh okay but it would be so boring like and it's crazy that I thought that and I feel like that is a common misconception that a lot of people even have because I think that when you've never read the bible or even when you have read the bible but you're not trying to understand it it can be boring because you're almost it almost feels like you're being forced to or or you have no other options but you don't want to be a bad person or you don't want to like look like you're like doing something bad i guess but you know I really, really, really recommend everybody to read the Bible. And the reason why is because I genuinely thought that it was going to be just pages and pages of like history. But honestly, it's really, really intriguing and it's really inspiring. And you learn a lot more than you would think yes there is a lot that is obviously history because i mean all of it is history but it's very interesting and you will learn a lot about god as well while reading the bible i mean obviously i mean i think that that's kind of the point but it's not boring at all there are some parts of the bible that i've read that sometimes i will quickly scan over them because it like let's say it's like chronicles and it just starts saying like a bunch of people's names and then their children and then their names like I'll quickly scan over that because I don't feel like it has you know a lot of information for me to understand but other than that I will read thoroughly (laughs) So the other thing that I want to mention is there is a part of the Bible that I have been studying and I think that it's really, really interesting and I wanted to share it. So this is a part of the Bible that really, really shows you how how intense marriage is supposed to be in the Bible. Okay. And let me tell you that you guys literally will not understand how serious marriage is until you read Proverbs. But this is Proverbs 5 to 6, and I believe that this is verse 15. So it's, enjoy marriage. Drink water from your own cistern, water flowing from your own well should your springs flow in the streets streams in the public squares they should be for you alone and not for you to share with strangers let your fountain be blessed and take pleasure in the wife of your youth a loving dear a graceful doe let her breasts always satisfy you be lost in her love forever Why, my son, would you lose yourself with a forbidden woman, or embrace a wayward woman? For a man's ways are before the Lord's eyes, and he's considered all his paths. A wicked man's iniquities will trap him. He will become tangled in the ropes of his own sin. He will die because there is no discipline and be lost because of his great stupidity. And this is why God takes it seriously. Because when someone cheats on their significant other, significant other meaning their wife or husband, God takes that real, like God takes that seriously. And um, so basically this is saying that whoever decides to go with a forbidden love or a forbidden um, you know, person they're basically going to be looked at as lost, and God is not going to like that at all, and God is going to make sure that you are disciplined for that action because even in the in right there that verse it says that God views that as stupidity, and that shows that God wants you to be completely devoted, completely committed to whomever you decide to marry. And the reason why I wanted to bring this up is because me and my cousin just yesterday were talking about how it's crazy that marriage isn't even viewed as important anymore for a lot of people in the world. And the reason why is because whenever people get asked, Oh, why aren't you married to this person? You've been dating them for years. Or you guys seem like such a great couple. The guy or the girl always says, Well, what's the point in being married? We already basically are married. And some of them have already had children. Or have already had sexual, you know, interactions. And some of them have also, you know, have, you know, just been through everything together. And they're not married. Because as the girlfriend or as the boyfriend, they gave each other everything already. There was nothing to wait for. There was nothing to be like, okay, I want to marry you so that we can do this. And, you know, maybe some people will be like, okay, well, it's about spending your entire life together and it's about spending the world together and you can do that without a marriage certificate. While that is true in some senses, being married doesn't have anything to do with the laws or or a piece of paper it's about god being married is what i would do for god to see i've you know i love this person and you know thank you for bringing this person into my life And I'm going to marry this person because thank you, God, for bringing this person into my life. And thank you, God, for showing me a husband when I didn't see anybody as, you know, who I wanted to be with. And that's basically my message to God as saying, like, God, I'll take care of this person. God, thank you for bringing this person into my life because now I am married with them. So now I am going to spend forever with them. God, thank you. God bless my heart and his, because we are going to spend eternity together, not only loving each other, but loving you. Amen. And honestly, the other thing that I want to touch on is like, people literally think that being married is like, just the ring on the finger or just the um, marriage certificate or just the wedding like it doesn't even matter after that like you're just still dating each other but like now you're just called married like honestly if you go back in the bible marriage it does kind of go back to Adam and Eve I mean obviously but really it goes back to Two people that were connected. Two people that were made for each other. Two people that God allowed to be together. And God said they were married because God wanted them to prosper in recreation and also in all these other things. But when they were married, then they could achieve that. They could achieve that, you know prospering the recreation and prospering like all the stuff that god had planned for them because just them dating like a long time ago before like in ancient times and even in the adam and eve days dating wasn't a thing that's not a thing and people just got married like there was no dating and to some people that might seem like absurd or like kind of wild but it's true, like there was no dating. People just got married to the person that they liked or fell in love with because that's the way that God wanted it to be. In modern times, people date like a lot before they get married. And it's almost like the desire to get married sort of just went away because you're dating all these people, going through all these people that are sort of making that dream or making that desire to be married tarnished or tainted because you're doing, you're, you're basically giving these people all of you when none of these people were even supposed to have any of you. You know what I'm saying? So if you want to be with the the person that you're supposed to be with, talk to God about it and really tell God that you're ready for it and tell God, you know, I am so ready for you to give me this in life. And God will answer you whatever, you know, whatever you deserve in that moment. God is going to give you what you are asking him when you deserve it when you are truly ready because god knows your heart god knows your intentions and you know the other thing about it too though is i know i say that a lot but (laughs) um marriage is also in my opinion when you're supposed to have Honestly, in my opinion and in God's opinion, and I think that this is the best opinion because it truly makes sense. And I feel like y'all already know what I'm going to say. But when you have sexual interactions, that is what marriage is for. And if you give that to someone prior to marriage, like people wonder why so much happens and so much bad or angry feelings happen after relationships die out or after relationships don't work out, it's because you gave that person everything, literally everything. And since you gave them everything, you have those feelings connected of like, but you were supposed to be with me or you're supposed to love me, but that person wasn't even meant for you because you gave yourself to somebody that God didn't even send you and it was really just spiritual warfare because you accepted the person that the evilness sent you, not the person that God sent you. And so when you accepted that person, you also accepted all the stuff that they asked you for, gave it to them willingly, and wonder why they left because you gave them everything, but they never wanted, ev- they never wanted everything from you and then to be married they don't want that because they're just going through people and those aren't people that those honestly are not people of god but when you repent let's say you've done that before and you repent and you could also be you know rebaptized and be born again that you know, then you can also get married and then you can do that. And you know, it's, it's cool again. It's fine. However, if you decide to do that out of marriage, it's not the way that the world makes it seem. Don't follow the world, follow God. Don't follow the world that you see, follow God and the way that he's asking you to be, because he's the only one that knows your future so if he's telling you no do you really think that he's telling you not to do something because he doesn't want you to have something no it's because he knows your future and he knows you better than you know yourself so why would he be telling you no if it was really the best thing for you wait for that person and the right person will wait for you too keep that in mind. I'm going to repeat that. The right person that is meant for you will wait for you. That's all that I have to say today. And thank you guys so much for listening. I thank you for taking the time out of your day to hear what I have to say. I recommend you all get the Woman Evolve book by Sarah Jakes Roberts. I recommend that you all Pick up your Bibles and start reading them because I promise you that you will be intrigued. And please remember to follow God and, you know, just give God everything before it is too late. Because, you know, even if you've done wrong in your life, even if you've made mistakes, even if your past is not a great one, God still loves you and you can still do the work to try to build the bond with god and god will be there for you you know what i'm saying so i god bless you all i hope you all have an amazing night day morning wherever you are in the world and i thank you so much for listening until next time bye